guys, and welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. And sometimes it's with a little help from my friends. Um, and I have done what I feel like might have been kind of the impossible, but not really the impossible. Um, it was it was a this this Ryan and I had mentioned several episodes ago talking about doing a reunion episode with the people that we worked at at um, Kineticon uh, on a show called Catapult Agents of Catapult. I don't know if you've heard of it or not. Maybe you have. Maybe you haven't. Um, but through sheer like stubbornness <laughs> and determination and Facebook Messenger, I managed to get everybody together. Hi guys. Hi! Oh, my God, <laughs> there they are. Almost everyone. Um, how about you all introduce yourselves with your name and the character you play? I'm Kristen, and I played Agent Delta, the most intelligent, awesome, amazing character ever to exist in Catapult. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're welcome. The, la- the laughter after. <laughs> It's like okay. <laughs> um, I'm Jess. I played Agent Aeon, um, sort of the unofficial leader techie of the Agents of Catapult. I was also an alien dragon from outer space, so there was that. I would mm-hmm. say that you were the leader. <laughs> we never actually like officially said it, but you know. <laughs> Uh, I'm Ryan. You probably know me because I've been on the show a few times now. And I played Agent A, the most fabulous, best character of shit. He's better than Delta by a long shot. Uh, no, I don't know what that booing is. It's just a ghost and uh, best fashion and the tactical fighter of best the group. Fashion. And he was also a clone <laughs> of the vice president. Best fashion. I know, right? He was a clone of the vice president who was me at the time. So <laughs> that that was fun to do because there's multiple scenes where there's multiple me in them. So, <laughs> And then I'm Eric and there were multiple me's. I played multiple characters, actually. Uh, multiple core bots, uh, Epsilon, and then later Upsilon. And then in a very special episode, I got to play the Raybot rave salon it's a rave oh my god that was so loud i was waiting for that i was so hoping it would happen it's a rave okay no eric can you do it can you still do it can i still do yeah hold up it's a rave yeah Um, and I, of course, am Katie, and I played Agent Fame. I only made a few appearances in the show. Um, the people the people here with me are the show. I was merely a person that got shoved into it a couple you were of times. A lot of episodes, because I just <laughs> rewatched them all. So. I know, but Especially I know, as, like, everything got, like, better and, like, more exciting. You came in when we had, like, our really hype episodes towards, like, the end of the series. Yeah, yeah. it was, like, right. the I whole... Have- coming back together okay we also i want to say that uh there's a couple other people that are important to the team that aren't here at least in this moment um there's halden who played yeah halden played agent alpha who was a what we called a core bot which was also eric they were both robot characters and yeah he was the character that was 
apparently supposed to be the leader according to like this document I found, but then it shifted to Jess just because of his availability. Um, and he was just like this super monotone robot character, kind of like Data from Star Trek. Uh, and my character had a huge crush on him. And then also shout out to Leo, who played the villain of this show, uh, the evil press manager from what we are now calling the upside down world of Kineticon. Uh, uh and i messaged him but he literally just had a baby like within the past like week or two so he is not here or available i wish he was he's oh. he's also incredible but just wanted to say that and um i think that's like the main cast there were a lot of people who helped us but uh yeah that's it that's the main the main team everybody nice now, like I was saying, um, if you went to Kineticon in 2014, um, 2013 to 2014, because the show ran a few months before 2014 and into um, what was the convention year, um, Agents of Catapult was a show that um, these lovely people put together to um, not only entertain everybody, but to deal out information about the convention, like panel announcements, guest announcements, um, game shows. Um, and it was like kind of like a little fun web episode kind of deal thing. Yeah, um, it was like right on the cusp of YouTube becoming a platform where people could put web series on it. Like people were yeah. just starting to dabble with that. So Jess, ha- Jess, I think it was your idea, right? Yeah, no, because well, I was watching a bunch of stuff on it and I was like, eh, it'd be fun. We can post a video up here. It'll stay up there. And uh, yeah, until it moves to its own channel. Out. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. It's like we could sit here and we could all talk over each other all day about this awesome show and what it was. Um, but since my 20 questions episode went so well with everybody else, um, I have 10 very important questions for all of you um, to do this episode. Is um, it one I by have... one? Maybe. <laughs> we'll have to wait and find out. Mm-hmm. Should we? So did you want it? I was going to ask, do you mm-hmm. want to ex- explain the premise? I mean, you, you explained what it was and what it was doing, but what is Catapult? Is that one of the questions? No. <laughs> All right. Can we have Jess what explain is what Catapult? it is? What is Catapult? Like, They're going to have to go find the, the series on the YouTube channel and watch it for themselves and figure out what it is. I mean, okay. I basically just said what the premise was. It's like we were super, secret agents that ran the convention and made sure that it went yeah. smoothly. There you go. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That's pretty fair. Yeah, right. That's it. I mean, and did we do it successfully? Eh, But it happened. Look, we tried. (laughs) It was our first try at a web series. And I thought, I mean, like I watch it now and I I was like, oh, man, I have all this know-how on editing and stuff now that I like I rewatched it. Both Chris and I. Who else? First of all, who else binge watched it before we did this? I binge watched it. Okay. I actually binge watched it a few months ago, but not very recently but i did like decide okay. i really wanted to just watch because you had like future vision and you knew this was gonna happen <laughs> but uh <laughs> i was watching it and i was like man i don't know why i chose to put loud music in absolutely every scene but that is not a choice i would make now after the 10 years <laughs> of experience that i've had since then and also i don't know why i just didn't zoom in on shots like there's so many times in this show where like it just clips away and there's too many clipping happening i'm like i would not do this now i don't know what i was thinking but you know i had similar thoughts too and i will let katie get to the questions to see if some of it's covered but i will just repeat what i said back then when we filmed this yeah ryan i went to film tv and radio (laughs) broadcasting school and you did not utilize my experience oh honey that's another podcast for another time (laughs) 
I think we can't get into that. We'll be here all night. And poor Jess I know, has to I get know. home. Yeah, <laughs> all right. That's all. It was funny. Listen, I, I became production manager as the show got going. And I was like, I was trying to get us just a little bit more. Okay, but it shows, though, because as the, as the series went on, the, it did get better in terms of shots and, like, how the story flowed. So... Listen, if we film this now with the knowledge that we have almost 10 years later, like, it would be a whole different show. It would be, be amazing. Avatar level. We'd yeah. be up there. Like, yeah. James Cramon would be shaking. <laughs> God, I hope so. We'd, we'd put so Avatar 2 to shame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So anyways, <laughs> um, I'm going to start. I have 10 questions. Um, I suppose in the same order that you introduced yourselves, we'll answer them. Um, okay and we'll just start with uh you know the first question which is uh what was your favorite episode is like who goes first Kristen? Kristen? yes the best goes first thank you very much uh i would argue that excuse me <laughs> agenda, agenda it's my down. turn it's Stop it. <laughs> um yeah so i i still love episode four when we go on a road trip because it's my car and this is there's be just answer. I think <laughs> I know. I think there's like the least content for the convention in it. It was more about us as characters, but I there's something that I also really enjoy probably because I think it's well well shot, but doing the camera setup in a vehicle when we didn't have the entire building to play with, I think it was actually better framed and better thought out. So like watching the final product, like it's I think it still holds up. Um, Me too, I agree. But I think it's the introduction of Epsilon. Um, so so we get Eric in there, and it's great to see Eric and Agent A kind of go <laughs> bounce off of each other. Because doing my, doing my rewatch, I could be like, okay, well, Agent A is really into Alpha, but Alpha's into Delta, and Delta's into the boss. And so... <laughs> I love it. Removing Alpha for that one episode, there wasn't really any type of like flirtatious triangle happening, and I think it was just really fun. And J- Aeon was clearly the leader in that episode, like in that episode. So we were talking about who was the leader of Catapult. It was Aeon, and that episode proved it. And there yeah. is still to this day confetti in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Can we just oh say God. like the car kept on shooting things like posters <laughs> and confetti and whatever else we decided to throw in there. Yeah, guys, that was amazing. Oh my God. That day was God. so cold. So cold. It was like 10 degrees outside. I remember that that was what made me wear like gloves that day. Jess, same answer? Uh, yeah, I, I gotta say um, the, the car episode was... <laughs> Um, mainly for, for the last, like, minute where everything goes crazy and it becomes a transformer and just, you don't know what the heck is going on. Like, that was, that was peak recording (laughs) slapstick humor right there. (laughs) And Eric broke. You could see it on his face. It's true. (laughs) I I went from, like, the, the deadpan look he was supposed, like, that Epsilon was supposed to have. There's a clear moment where I laugh because of what's happening. It's just too ridiculous. I can't stop. There's two people shaking the car. Like, Uh, Ryan, you know what they did in Star Trek. Uh, I have two answers to this. I want to say the car episode because it is, 
it is the best. My very favorite is the one that introduced Katie as fame. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was after the first few episodes we had, it was the first episode to break away from the, we're just sitting in a room and conversing or well, slender, slender man allowed us to run around, but I don't know. It was very different in the sense that it became very goofy and like we were making these Batman jokes, which I really enjoyed. And I just, it, took on a whole new nature and it was nice to have somebody for agent a to be his friend because like nobody likes him except for fame uh and it's arguable <laughs> if she likes him or if she just is using him to get further fame i don't we don't really know um it's it was, no, fame, it was, fame's not loyal okay fame good is not loyal one bit <laughs> i i that's what i that's what i figured uh it was also the first episode where we tried like actual professional shots over the shoulder and stuff which melissa did and thank god because it looked really good and it was really funny and my second and i think that episode combined with the car episode is what established what the tone of catapult was going to be because the first few episodes we were figuring it out and then in rewatching i was like oh no we're getting sassy and snarky now and i love that uh <laughs> my second answer is actually the episode after nega kinetic where serp releases all like he like, he hacks Delta, who then hacks all the core bots and then releases all the clones. And it's just like chaos. And the amount of arguing between me and Jess as Anne and Agenta is so funny. It because is like, I fault. was like crying laughing because I would be saying the stupidest shit and Anne would be like, I fucking hate you. And then like other characters would come along like, like there's a moment where Alan walks into the room and he she goes over to Epsilon and he's like, You hacked? And he's like, terribly so. She's like, oh, here we go. Like it's just really good. And I it really enjoyed that uh that episode. Those are my Okay, answers. okay. Uh, Eric. Nice. Yes, and so uh my favorite though I did like the the car episode. My favorite is actually that one where everyone is facing off against their doppelgangers within the Nega Kineticon. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. That one was fantastic for a lot of reasons. For one, that was like the introduction to Raid Salon, which I really enjoyed playing uh, just because it was such a departure, not only from the characters I played before, but also just from my own personality. So it was really fun to slip into someone completely different and just bring that energy late into like, I think we were filming to like 1 a.m. at one point. It was like 2 or 3 a.m. And I want to just say yeah, that it was late. Eric was like, dance. he was raving that whole night. Even when we weren't shooting, I turned around, he would just be dancing. And I'm like, man, I didn't know you could do this. You're like, if I stop, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. I, I remember saying that. I was like, I have to keep this energy up because the moment I stop, I'm, I'm, I've lost it. I will have lost it entirely. And but. you did our stunt choreography. Yes. So that's all exactly of the fights. I think yeah, I think yeah. Mega Kineticon would be my second favorite. And it's also really funny because I, I was watching the bloopers and I Delta fights agent a and i get to punch ryan in the face but in the blooper <laughs> reel like i i my arm goes through and i stop and then we cut and then ryan like walks back in and i'm like oh my gosh ryan are you okay we come and we hug <laughs> there's a lot of those moments um let's those see i've got to say my favorite episode is the bake sale episode Oh, oh really? <laughs> because I made a hundred cupcakes. <laughs> no, it's just like that whole. As I said, like the whole episode is really good, but the scenes that cut back to you and Agenta um, at the bake sale, like, and you're just giving him shit because he hasn't brought anything to the bake sale, and he just Magenta. throws <laughs> throws all of those like pictures all over the cupcakes, <laughs> and the look of pure like <gasps> on your face. <laughs> 
I and remember Ryan's, us having. And Ryan's just sitting there like, mm, like this little brat. And I'm like, oh my God. And I think I drew on my person for that that emotion like that wasn't just the character delta being mad at agent a that was Kristen being like ryan how dare you ruin the cupcake oh there was so many crumbs on the floor this. oh my god but then but then the end of it too like when you're out of stuff and like aeon comes to find you guys and, like, it comes and you're gone and aeon's just like i hate the world that's just just not know. acting what? i know 100% did you guys watch yeah. the blooper reel because there's like one of the the cake episode where Kristen is telling me she's like we chipped the cupcake and i have a mouthful of cupcake and i'm like and the cupcake is flying all over the room out of my mouth and Kristen's just like dying while i'm continuing to redo the line as if that didn't happen because you took a bite of the cupcake and you were gonna say you chipped a cupcake like like you pretend to eat but you actually ate the cupcake <laughs> And your mouth is just full I of chocolate cake. Stage theater, guys. <laughs> no, I had to eat that cupcake because I don't know. Our listeners don't understand that Kristen's baked goods are fucking delicious. So I mean, uh, they were. And I'm sure oh. we were starving. That that was it. Also, shout out because Anthony was in that episode during the like montage of villains, and like his only line was like screaming "fuck you" at the camera and leaving. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> his only cameo in the whole the whole show, right there. There you go. All right, question two. Here we go. Uh, favorite character other than your own? I feel like this is answered in those behind the scenes, but it's it is different now. And it's really interesting because I watched those behind the scenes. Like we did our, our little like, hi, I'm Kristen. I play Agent Delta and this is who she is. And then like how many years has it been? Eight years? What's my answer now? I don't know. It's, <laughs> how do you how do you choose? You know? <laughs> They're all so good. Uh, <laughs> Pick yeah. your favorite child. I think, but well, that's the thing. It's like I, I do actually like Agent A. What? But then, but okay. Then wait. All... <laughs> all right, hold on, hold on. But, I have... Wait, let me finish. This all is all of them. This is my answer, Ryan. Okay. Well, I was gonna say, and what we can do now? No, never mind. Forget it. I was gonna say something that then it's just gonna become a problem. So never mind. Okay, continue, Kristen. It is gonna become a problem because you interrupted me. How dare you? I, because I'm more important than you, Delta. Haven't you understood that by now? That's first why I'm all, still part of Catapult, and you're wherever you are. First I hope you all expected to die here tonight. In answer, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to hack the internet, and as Delta, implant a virus that's going to just reach out from your computer and grab you in the face. So, <laughs> I, what is this fucking <laughs> shocker? <laughs> I do actually enjoy Agent A. Um, but I actually like watching back I, I, I one-off episode in Nega Kineticon. I like Alpha pretending like being, <laughs> <laughs> being yes. the Nega Delta because yes. in the Negaverse okay. we switch and I'm the like android and he's the like oh my gosh like i need to find the mr boss and make him happy and i'm like (laughs) sitting there be like finally we can fuck and he's like nope i'm a hologram now (laughs) (laughs) and like i honestly like like halden being just so chipper trying to be delta like i was i was in stitches i was so doing the rewatch i think my like I do, not gonna lie, I love Rave Salon. Rave Salon is just I always think Rave amazing. Rave Salon is everyone's favorite at this point. Rave but Salon like, is my favorite, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but but Alpha in the Nega Kineticon as the inverted Delta. Okay. I like that. Is what mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it. 
Okay, Excellent. I like it. Jess? Um... All right, so again, I, I agree. It's it's really hard to to really pick because I feel like without any one of them, you kind of get you lose a lot of everything else. But I I do have to say I really enjoy the sort of like combination of Agenta and Aeon that famous. Like <laughs> you, you have that oh, just like as a character in yeah. your face, but it's also that dry, sarcastic like no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Right when I came up, I was like, "I'm smart too, right?" And I'm just like, mm, "No." <laughs> <laughs> but she can get away with it, which no other character, like Agenda, would throw a fit. But if Fame says it, she's like, "Well, I guess she's right." Like, <laughs> it's I, how it is in real life too, though. It, it was just, it was like beautiful. <laughs> I'd like to think that Agent oh. A just wants to like please Fame because he's obsessed with her, and she's just like, "Oh, it's just another fanboy," but he'll do whatever I want. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'm telling you, Fame's whole personality, we'll get into it, because I have, I've had thoughts about it in my whole two episodes that we had. But um, um, Eric, what do you think? Oh, yeah. so mine's actually probably a surprising one. I loved Serp. Like, Leo, <laughs> yeah. it was such He's a hilarious really good. It yeah. was. It was, it gave me like such 80s cartoon vibes. Like, it felt like a, like Skeletor. It was yes. so far removed from how he like normally acts, and just seeing him delve into that with such passion was hilarious every time. A fun fact, uh, Eric, I'm not Eric, you're Eric. Leo, <laughs> <laughs> Leo, uh, I didn't know this until later, but he was, he played Batman in the stunt show at Six Flags New England for like years. So really? yeah, and it's funny, huh. I was like, I have a picture of him when he's Batman. I was like, wait, is this you? He's like, yeah. I'm like, my friend was obsessed with your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not America's ass. No. You know, it's Batman's no. ass. That's Gotham's ass. <laughs> uh, Ryan, favorite character? Um, this is so tough because I, I always feel like bad if I don't say everybody, but um I in in the in the behind the scenes thing i did say delta because i loved her uh i still do but in my most re- recent watch there's actually two characters who really, really made me laugh this time around uh one was aeon and i was like i really love how aeon is the straight man to everybody and there's no scene that you can put like i think this is just a, a, an atonement to justice acting where no matter where we were like sometimes i'd be like oh you can tell we're over the top acting and i'm like just just to me seems like totally 100% straight right now. Like she's just killing this and I believe her anger. And it's so <laughs> funny. Like there's a scene where like it opens with like Jess just sitting there as Aeon and like at the desk and Agent Naked, one of the clones pops up from behind a fucking cabinet, which I don't even remember filming and go, I'm like, do you know where Alpha is? Actually, I don't care about whatever you think. And then just leave. And there's like maybe a five second silence of Aeon just standing there, then slamming her his shit down and picking up the phone, dialing it. It's like, yeah, you know, that thing that we said that was not supposed to happen it happened. Can you fucking deal with it? It's so good. <laughs> Was uh, that when we like teased um tease what uh God. Jim's character? Yeah, that was Jim's supposed character. to be in season two. Yeah. Oh my god, we dude! No, do it that. was so hard keeping that straight face all the time, though. Like, 
I was like, okay, I, I'm gonna have to have a good laugh afterwards because this is just just do not react. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, give, I, honestly, just congrats. And then the other character that really I laughed a lot the second time around was not Epsilon, but his shitty older brother Epsilon. And I was like, <laughs> Eric oh is like killing this, and also like he's making me think he's like a gay man right now, and he is not. And I like really was like, damn, he's really bringing it. <laughs> I was like. I don't know. I, there was like a scene where Upsilon was talking to Serp or whatever about trying to like be a villain. There's with the villain tryouts and Upsilon spins it. So it's like him being like, I'm the best at everything. And then Serp's are like, okay, so this is what I'm going to have you do because you seem awesome. And Upsilon's like, oh, 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 I don't listen to you. You listen to me. Now go <laughs> fetch me a sandwich. <laughs> and then like... <laughs> I think it's thrown out. out of the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, so right. that's that's All what right. I answer. Very nice. Now, um, here's a good question. I like this. Question. Well, what about what about um, you? You didn't answer the question. You yeah, didn't it's, a rave, it's, it's rave salon. I already said rave salon. Oh, you're really just gonna, good. okay. Fine. Like I'm not even gonna be like, oh, I wish it was. A-. No, it's not. Everybody, it's rave salon. Period. <laughs> Katie, still. Yeah. Hmm. After all this time, always. <laughs> Rave Salon could be. I feel like if we continued Catapult, we'd have to do like a secret origin story of Rave Salon and like why he was even created. Like, it's just, I just, everything about Rave Salon is just, it's perfect. You only, and you you only see Rave Salon for like five minutes and I don't care. Eric, do you still have the clothes? Do you like? Could you Sadly, I don't. I uh, I wish I had that uh that chain duster because that was yeah, it was really fucking fun epic. Like, was yeah. it hot topic? It looked hot. Yeah, it was a hot topic one, Aww. and I I have no idea what happened to it. He used yeah. my disco stick, and that you, I got at Six Flags, so I'm sure we could find another. <laughs> I like sure, always keep sure. circling back to Six Flags. Six Flags. All right, here we go. Question I'm proud of. Um, if we were to continue. Uh, with catapult was there a storyline you wanted for your character specifically i i don't remember back then but can i answer for my opinion now absolutely oh yeah yeah okay cool so because uh we'll we'll do life imitating art so delta um (laughs) delta delta's gonna get an upgrade so delta went from being a hologram you know you know projected from the waypoints to being a full core bat bot so we're gonna upgrade that core bot and have it be made of like super hard indestructible steel so that she can also become a fighter um but her main mission would be to please the boss (laughs) job like what (laughs) (laughs) there you go um yeah no it's a uh, I I think looking looking back the doing a little bit of fights as as Nega Delta I think it'd be really cool if she became if she even upgraded her core bot and then became kind of like part of the fighting team rather than just the informational you know like beautiful mascot of Kineticon but no oh, nice nice all right all right See that. Uh, Jess um I I actually um like Aeon kind of being kind of you don't really know what's going on with them so I I didn't have like any core storyline to do any of that although I do remember like Ryan bringing up earlier when he was going through them that he found notes that we had a Christmas special (laughs) (laughs) oh god get to it we'll get to it (laughs) oh is it is it in the is it in the questions maybe (laughs) you know 
there's that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Uh, Ryan. Uh, okay. So I feel like I cheat a little bit because I still have some of the information. And I before we recorded this, I went and read all of her old because, like, basically, I sent a note to everybody at some point. That's like, this is what's happening for season two when we had that brief period that we were like greenlit for season two before everybody quit Kineticon. Like, you mean within. The week? It was like one month. It was like we were filming episode the 20 minutes or nine or something. And like, I was like, this is what we're doing. This is how we're going to film at the final episode. And this is what we're planning on doing. And there's like all this information. So to Kristen's point, I just want to say that there's a couple things here. Um, I, we were setting it up that season two, Kristen was going to have a double role where she was going to play the evil twin robot version of herself. <gasps> yep, that's right. Yeah, and it's in the episodes where she brings it up because there was that terrible art for Kineticon that year that was like the world domination Nazi version oh, of Delta. Oh, my sister, my twin. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Omega. Omega, that. yeah, Omega. there we go. Okay. Yeah, so that was one of the plot lines that was going to happen. I knew that we were going to do something with Epsilon. I couldn't really understand... I don't know where we were going with this, but at the end of like episode nine, Aeon just briefly like says on as a side that Agenta's clones, since they all went loose, there was like only like 10 of them left or something and that the project had been shut down. And I think what we were going to do was that in season two, it was going to be like the evil versions of everybody were going to gain up against the agents. So like, like I think I was gonna have to double play myself as an evil version of myself. I know this doesn't answer what happens to Agenta because I feel like Agenta wasn't. I don't feel like, but like, what else can you do with him? He's got to be there and be annoying. And like, I feel like he's mission always, accomplished. Yeah, like I feel like he would just have to discover himself a little bit more and like move on from Alpha. And in one of the notes it said that there was gonna be a new character named Zai that he was gonna be obsessed with and actually date. So I think. I would like Agenta to get over Alpha and move on with his life because Jesus, like, what was it? The Naked Connecticut episode? You have to be like, you could project in my bedroom and like fucking Kristen. I remember her like filming it and be like, man, what a creeper. What's his problem? So, well, in real life, Alpha has definitely gotten over you. Oh, yeah. Right. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. (laughs) This is when he like called and enters the room. He's like, what? What's happening? (laughs) I was nervous over you. Wait, maybe we say his name three times, he'll show up. Like, Holden Flugersnip. Holden Flugersnip. Holden Flugersnip. I can't even say it. Holden Flugersnip. Oh, wait, that's four times. A-O, Agent A. I forgot what it was like to have that constant ringing in my ear. Oh, my God. (laughs) I love that line. (laughs) I'm passing back over to Eric now. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, okay. Well, I actually don't have much of a thought of where Epsilon would end up. But I do have one of where I would like to see Upsilon go, uh, because oh, okay. he was such a he was such a fun character. And one thing that I think of nowadays, I don't know if any of you watched Komi Can't Communicate. There's a character named Naruse who is super, super just narcissistic and thinks that everything is about him. He thinks he's the main character of the show, like literally. And I would okay. love it if Upsilon thought that he was the main villain of the show and kept getting <laughs> up to main villain antics about the same line, same time never being respected as anything more than an annoyance. Like that would be hilarious to me as just a plot point. I love and, that. That would be so good. As far as fame goes, like I your twenty fourth Connie? Oh, I know, right. <laughs> no, I think it would like I always thought that there might be an episode where like two things either one that you all found out that i was working for other conventions too 
So it's like I'm at Anime well, Boss. Exactly. You? Like oh I'm working for like God. two I'm working for like two other conventions. It's like, oh don't act like this was something. <laughs> Fame, <laughs> how could you? Exactly. Like, please, you thought you were the only one? Like this whole like actual like it sounds like a breakup, like you Oh totally no, 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 please wait, wait, wait. But can like they all go to Aeon and Aeon's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know why we were expecting this. Like, they just like, do you not think that Fame is an undercover spy for me? Like, what do you think he's doing over there? Like, Hello, I've had a bigger picture this whole time. Keep up, yeah. Why wasn't she or... there all those episodes? It's because Fame is busy undercover. She's basically a shapeshifter, right? Like, right. Um, and then the uh, the other one was like, if we were to do now like nowadays do an episode like or do like a little like mini series of some kind like kind of like a collecting everybody again to like solve some problem um 100 you'd be like at stage door at hamilton with me dressed up like this is ridiculous i've moved on <laughs> like, well, I am no longer. <laughs> let's reunite like, to complete a mini episode side quest right now to uncover the mystery of what happened to kineticon right <laughs> what did happen no again. comment no comment and there's not enough time (laughs) what was the question i don't know what we're talking about (laughs) connecting to satellite (laughs) (laughs) satellite connected oh god satellite disconnected satellite lost what's question four no, that was four. We're on to five now. What was five. Wait, really? Ryan, oh, okay. count. Yeah, yeah. I we're, can't we're count. I, my, I talk in letters, okay? I talk in letters. That's real wow. good. Agenda. <laughs> Let's see. Number five. Uh, do you think there would have been more character development if given the choice? So, like, more character development for your character? Or do you think it, it just would have been, like, remove, or do you going to do, like, information? It's kind of, like, the same question, but it's not. Because, like, I mean, like I said, with, with Aeon, we're never going to find out what whole Aeon's whole story is. You know what I mean? So it's, like, yeah, no. we're done. <laughs> but, I mean, like, do you feel like your character, or would it have been more of, like, you feel like it would have been more, like, con information still? Like, some little fanny antics, but, like, or do you think now that we have control of it, the character development could happen? Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm going to go ahead and answer this question first, just because, like, I... Th- Here's what I would do. I mean, I w- we would be developing it because we wouldn't have to be trying to shove in freaking like so. advertisements. Yeah, like <laughs> it would be. I mean, we clearly. This is my thought that I had after watching it, but I was like, okay, so the first four episodes or so, we are very much like, oh, it's us just like introducing characters and then like advertising all of the stuff we have to advertise for Kineticon. And then somewhere like in the middle of the series, we're just like, we really just want to make a show about secret agents and like their relationships with each other. And we're using Kineticon as the premise, but it doesn't actually matter to us anymore. <laughs> like we're just doing your own thing and having fun with it in these characters. So yeah, I think it would develop on its own. And if you're talking about like character development, I would love Agenta to like come into himself and like realize that he's kind of a dick and like admit that to people. Like there's got to be some point where he turns around. Right. And he's like, I'm uh, gross, man. yeah, because we can't keep on doing the same thing forever and ever. But like to realize because like there's episodes of this where Agenta's like, man, these clones are really annoying. So he's more self-aware than the clones are. Right. So that's my theory. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely think, like, season two, if that had happened, like, character development for Delta, it's interesting because Delta is the mascot for Kineticon, so it was, like, the artwork of, of what who uh, Garth Graham. 
Yeah, I think that's on the covers. Um, And then, of course, that was like the the triangles on her and like the little projector holograms. There were always three. But I was like, oh, God, I can't make three and attach them to my head and get them to float there. So I just did one. But definitely in terms of if if the plot for like the evil Delta, who was her twin Omega, came about, like that would be character development. But it's so funny because like, Ryan, you're absolutely right. Like at some point where we're just like, we just want to be secret agents and shoot this show. <laughs> but then but then it's completely disconnect from Kineticon. So like I was the main source of information, I think, as the mascot. And like I would, you know, quote, download the info yeah. from from the, the, the mainframe and, and then like communicate it. Oh, did you hear, you know, team four squares, uh, four stars coming back to Kineticon. Um, but what's really f- interesting to me is with the, like the, the split of kind of pushing the convention information to like advertise and get people interested along with the character development. Why is SERP evil? Yeah. I was wondering why, that too. Why is deal? the leader of the press department evil? I mean, <laughs> Honestly, Listen, I feel like we all kind of dug into that Princess Diana was from the Netherverse. That wasn't our press dangerous. department. That's it was the, the, it's we, the we never introduced the actual press department. We only introduced the Nega version. Yeah, but also, like, mean, what was his deal the Negaverse? He has, like, a line yeah. in there where he's like, I killed Aquaman in my universe. And I'm like, Jesus. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he what? ruined his career with the press. Duh. I, you know, that's a great I don't think question. He's like a, I don't think he's like a murderer so much as like he ruins like people's lives. Like I said, like the press isn't all good news. It's some bad news and some bad news ruins people's lives. I mean, according to the Negaverse, yeah. that version of Kineticon was like straight evil. Like they enslaved Aeon's race. It was basically race. like a front. <laughs> for yeah, it was like a front, but it was the same front that Catapult was for our version too. It was just like more evil i guess i mean they're both kind of <laughs> fucked up so like the operation catapult was like the uh, whatever the acronym stood for but it's the operations agents of Kineticon. Oh, so like it. we right we don't i'm sure just still knows it but like the whole point was like we were literally the people heading departments and running the convention like we weren't the only ones but like we were the ones who wanted to do this you know web series and we were running departments so we had all the information in the end the know and then we also did this for fun, but then it was, like, for the convention. So, like, for character development, like, the, you know, where where are we going to go with this? And, and the story mm-hmm. arc, and it's like, yeah, so the press is like, yes, press isn't always good. You had the core bots in the main universe. You had the, the ray bots in the nega universe. And, like, these are, it all just pulls in other staffers, and we're having fun with it. But, like... It's just funny to me because, like, the way I saw it, too, as I was watching it again last night, the same thing, like, the same question always passed my mind, too. Like, why would the press be evil? And then I actually thought about it, and I was like, what if... The press like, is you look evil? At all the episodes? Well, no, no, no. Like, us. Like, as Catapult. Because, like, we self-sabotage so many times in that show. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. What if we're our own worst enemy? Like, it's us. <gasps> It's com- oh. The phone call's coming from inside the house, guys. <laughs> well, yeah, I would believe that. Well, damn. I, I mean, know. it would have to. Well, th- it kind of checks out with like what season two was going to be, where it was going to be like the evil versions being like, uh, yeah, y'all fucked up, right? And I mean, like, like, you know, other stuff that was going on behind the scenes that we're not going to make mention of. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Okay, so wait, I just, I'm not to harp on like what season two would have been. And uh, but the whole thing with Omega, the bot, the note said that Omega bot was like the first core bot and she had the ability to project things into reality like fucking Scarlet Witch and she (laughs) couldn't control it. And 
turned against Kineticon because she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And why did you create me? Like, that was the premise of season two. So you're not far off from what it was going to be. So Omega was Kristen. (laughs) Well, you weren't there yet, but maybe 2015. But yeah. Hmm. Eric. Oh, yes. Epsilon was always a really interesting character because they worked as a good way to like, what was the word that you would use when you're talking about film? Like as exp- exposition, like a very good expositional character. Yeah. Um, so I, if I had to imagine like a way to see Epsilon go forth, I actually would kind of want Epsilon to die because, and like the reason why is because I had a lot of, I had other characters that I played and I think it would be interesting to see what happens if that character is gone. And so the informational aspect is lost on them. And then you get to use it as a framework for like really funny things with either rave salon or upsilon in other situations. Uh, and then as a very random aside, I also would have loved a connection for Aeon actually to see uh, if we had like connections to Aeon being related to mythical dragons of other pop culture things. That'd be, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Like that's you met the- your mom. Oh my god! Yeah, like it's it's all like chaos. I went to your cousin general and like yeah, like, Wait, like things wh- like that. Which head yeah. is your which which head of team at your mom? Yes, no, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. So what I'm hearing is that all the dragons we heard back in the day were just aeons people like visiting your Earth and fucking with us. Yeah, I would mm, love. That. Oh my god, it'd be funny. so funny. <laughs> For the lulls, guys. For the lull. Why would you do all this? For the lull. Um, it, it makes me think of First Contact and how, like, Vulcans weren't going to stop at Earth because they're like, oh, that that planet's too primitive and they were just going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but they detected the warp signature and they're like, oh, okay, we'll stop there. Like, Aeon's people, the dragons would be like, yeah, they're too primitive. We're going to fuck this up. <laughs> we're, we're just going to fuck with them. <laughs> Did Jess oh, answer man. the question, or did I don't remember that this? No, I mean, because Jess... Agenda has been talking the entire time. That is not true. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I oh, feel like any point I was going to make got covered, though. So. Would Fade have like <laughs> a, a negative version known as like Infamy? That would be a pretty well. Cool. Well, no, I mean, like I always, I always felt like Fame was the Negaverse version. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Like yeah, this actually, it's like solid point. Because like in the next person, there was a whole like, bunch of them, right? People. They're too dark yeah. and gloomy. I'm moving on. Yeah, like literally, we can't. It's like, well, it's, it's, if you had if you had that episode where everybody had their negaverse person, and I'm the only one not fighting someone, and you go, uh, excuse me, and I'm like, I'm sorry, there's no one else like me. <laughs> <laughs> a nexus I, being. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I just, I like this headcanon of like Aeon escaped the Negaverse because they were all trapped there, all as people, and then like wound up in catapult. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be interesting. So, okay, before we move on, I just wanted to comment um, that after we finished catapult and stopped working for Kineticon, there was a very brief period of time where Jess and I were spinning ideas for bringing catapult over to atomic blue productions when we were still doing that obviously it didn't happen because those couple years were just like bad for me i think bad for katie there's like so many things going on in everybody's lives at that bad time for but, me yeah it was like a really weird time yeah. for a couple years so catapult never spun out but we did try and consider how we would continue doing it and we were like what if season two 
of catapult was our season one for like like going solo on atomic blue productions and like the events that happened in season one happened but like we wouldn't reference kineticon and that catapult was just its own thing and that would really when it came down to it we we're like we don't need to change anything except delta's name that's it like delta would need a new name and then like the that's rest fair. of it works without being a copyright issue so synergy like, it's showtime synergy so we had considered it and we thought about different ways we would do it and like at one point we considered like a office type of show where it was like just everybody having confessionals and trying to work together but i don't know i think honestly it would have just been season two like the plan for season two and just not referencing that kinetic ever happened yeah fair enough yeah yeah all right Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. What's the most important message we weaved into an episode? Like, as far as, like, convention information. I mean, I like the do's and don'ts, but... Yeah, they're like, that's like a whole series of its own. That, that was a separate series, wasn't really the episodes, and I'm sorry that my first, like, gut response was, I'm sorry, did we put important convention information? <laughs> <laughs> That is correct. It's <laughs> really hard to put important. Nobody I think, it, I honestly think so. Episode three, the first appearance of Delta. I, I first of all, I came in in my terrible yellow wig. Um, I but love then I, it. But then I got a fashion upgrade, and I have a point to make about the fashion in just a moment. But I got a fashion upgrade, and then I, I started, you know, hacking into the system or whatever, and looking for information like that. And I think in the car, maybe. In the no. road trip episode, no, there was one other episode, no. but like the car w- episode had the least amount of information. The only information at episode was when she threw, like when Jess threw Ryan into the car and was like, "This guest is coming." Door slams, and then you guys are just like a Autobot. Well, there's also the the rocket okay, so of the episode- super art fight poster, and it, like yeah. Jess is like, "Super art fight's coming." I'm like, "Yeah, but why is it in the car?" Like that was one of the lines. And this is probably why we also like did the do's and don'ts because we were like, so episode three I think had the most information because it had the most guest announcements when I was you know like doing whatever with my like you know holographic you know projected keyboard, which is hilarious to me because I'm a hologram using a holographic keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Funny. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have a body yet. I wasn't. I wasn't a core bot. Um, but then, the, but the do's and don'ts—they weren't an episode. But it was literally like the do's and don'ts of like getting your badge, don't stand too close, like the what five three one rule, five hours of sleep, three meals a day, and one shower. Like the, <laughs> it was, Yeah. So the the do's and don'ts thing. But I have to. We were. I swear to God, something. Ryan said something about fashion what like oh. as a gentle or as, or as myself so what? there was something a moment ago that made me remember but like in episode three like i come in i have my white dress and i have my stupid blonde wig and i don't like it but my wardrobe got an upgrade so all of a sudden like i like blip and then i'm in a black dress with black hair and i'm like that's better and it looks so cool and you literally because i just rewatched it i wrote it down you literally wrote said delta can be whatever she wants to be and she always She's always downloading the cutest shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and I did that change there. But I swear to God, when we started this, recording this, you literally said that you, as Agent A, always had the best fashion. And I was like, no, no. Your character said that Delta had the best fashion. Oh, yeah. Well, that's because Jenta's jealous of Delta and, like, wants her shoes, right? You wore black all the time. How is I know. that the well, best okay. fashion? Jenta's not fashionable. He just and thinks he is. And his pink sparkly scarf. 
Yeah, Which like he's literally all just black the raw fabric. Well, eventually, eventually got a, a new scarf. It's funny because I referenced that scarf so many times, and I got there was three different scarves on that fucking show. Like it was crazy. But the most the most information I don't know. I think it was episode three, maybe. But we had we had guests in in catapult. We announced those. I think we announced like the room block opened or like for the hotels. We announced you know panel submissions had been opened and gaming submissions had been opened. But it was literally like blink and you miss it. Yeah, we it was just was so in, much. So. We did so much that it just piled together. Also, we didn't they they wouldn't fucking give us information until us like info, we yeah. were literally filming and just would leave blanks in the script and be like, "This is where information is going to go if we ever get it." And then half that's why some of the lines are improvised because we're like, "Well, we didn't get anything here, so now we're just saying something random." So. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the amount of times we're like, okay, guys, what guests are we getting? We don't know. Yet. I mean, I, yeah, I think this is why we split off. It was like, we're just going to make our own show because God knows what's going to happen. <laughs> Although, I was watching the second to last episode where we finally were given information while we were recording. And I cannot believe, like, I was able to even do this. But there's like a two minute montage of Agenta following Aeon around listing off all yes. the information at Kineticon that we finally got. And it's yeah, like, I cannot, I like literally that. keep we going. I'm like, hallway. for real, did I lose? Okay, I, I think it must have because I was the VP, but like for real, did I remember this whole fucking monologue? Because it is so long. And it's like really funny too, because in the middle of it, I'll just like insult something that's happening in the room and then just continue without a blink. It's like, man, I can't even do that now. Like what? So that's probably the only time I can even remember giving information that stood out at all because it was like a whole segment of the episode oh was God, dedicated it was. Yeah, to it. That's all it was. It was like half the episode. <laughs> yeah, and like I remember watching it this time. There was like a couple times where somebody would say something. I was like, oh, I think that's like an important fact like about like con safety. But it's so fast. Like there's a, there's a point where like I signed in onto Jess's computer before I hacked open the portal to make a Kineticon. And there's like, I think the applications for some event were open and it shows the screen for like two seconds. I'm like, oh, those are open now. And I was like, I don't even know what it was because you couldn't read it. It was so fast. Pause to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Was right, there even right, any right. episode in your yeah. episode? Like, was there information in your episode, Katie, like with fame or were we just doing Yeah, no, there were, I'm pretty sure it had yeah, some. I talked, I, I was announcing all of the main events. So I announced yeah. the day. Oh, game. you did! Rosa Tony Stark. Yep. I re- yeah. Okay. And like there that. was a picture of me on the wall behind you in the middle of all the events, and you were like, whoever the hell that person is. <laughs> Connecting to satellite. What's oh happening? god! To What's even happening in this room right now? Connecting okay. to satellite. We had a brief uh, malfunction, but we're back. Sorry about that, folks. Right in the middle of the episode, but it's fine. Um, we've lost Aeon, but in pure fashion, probably sick of us anyways. So Aeon's gone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Aeon we didn't want go. Aeon here anyway. Boo. That's not true. Not true. Um, First of all, guys, finish... that's my sarcastic voice. You should know this by now. But to finish answering your question, my episode really did have like all of the info in it. It was like all the main event stuff, bam, 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 and then we were finding Kit Kat bars. Those Kit Kat oh, bars yeah. were great because I was really hungry that day. Mm-hmm. I'm really hungry right now. I've, but I when feel is like that you're not always the issue? Always hungry. 
You know, before I found out I was allergic to pizza, we'd always order Domino's when shooting these things, and like I would have like the worst farts just so. You're <laughs> allergic to that. pizza. I'm allergic to cheese. Okay, you literally said pizza though. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, I know, but like, what else is on pizza really? Pizza, but, like, topping. Yeah, right. I just, I just want to say, do you remember we were shooting that scene where like I was in that locker, and like everybody was like Wait, banging on the locker? Which time? It was. I don't know, but all I remember is that I was in there and like I had just eaten the pizza and I had toxic gas that I had to breathe and I was like, oh, man, why are people staying near me right now? God, say it only seems like a you problem. It was a me problem. <laughs> anyway, problem. well, um, anyway, welcome to Catapult, everybody. Yeah, right. Ta-da. Well, so okay, somewhere so between we'll... episode three and episode five, it had the most convention information. Right. Yep. And then it never and revisited then, it. Like episode nine, <laughs> like right at the end, when when we finally got information passed down from the higher ups, then we just dumped it all, and we're like, all right, well, that's that. So Anne's gone now. So sad. Do you, I think <laughs> I wonder what happened. Like, do you think like they were scooping up their daughter like sleep, and Meg was like, we gotta go, like right the fuck now, and it just is like because Jess was like really like, I gotta go, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it could be like a parent thing. Like if you have kids, That's what I'm saying. you just gotta yeah. go. I know, I know. So, man, um, I don't, and speaking, I don't want speaking those of things. not to get off not to get off topic, but hey, here we are. Um, well, Brian, I mean, we Brian were interrupted. Ryan and I were trying to figure out like the pandemic episodes that we were trying to film in the midst of everything. I saw those. Yeah, of Aeon. Oh, yeah. And the whole thing was going to be finding out that Aeon had spawned. Aww. That was like, what is that? That was fun because we were like, okay, we're going to do, we were trying to bring Catapult back in the middle of the pandemic because everyone was doing that in the middle of the pandemic. And so we were like, okay, let's do this. So we shot that one episode uh, and we like wrote a script for the second one that involved us calling Aeon. And then the one after that was going to call Epsilon because Eric said that he was going to do it. And then, and then like, we just could never line up our schedules with, with Jess because she has a kid. And as, as we learned in this episode right now, like it's still prevalently can <laughs> distract her away from recording anything as, you know, the like joys of parenthood children. can like seriously you your attention yeah, I mean so that's Jess why Halden's not here either. And, and Halden yeah. hasn't joined because yeah. And Leo, Leo, babies everywhere. You know, babies. not us, you just caught, you caught me at the perfect time because I just haven't gotten there yet. I know. I, meanwhile, I'll just have my fur baby. I got like a dog. I have and I'm two good with fur that. babies, but you know, the boss and I have absolutely talked about one day having little tiny corbots. <laughs> that good is Lord. so weird. <laughs> Like, how would that even work in the right, catapult wait. lore? Okay, like, would you, you guys like, because you guys are skipping like, okay. ahead. You guys are skipping okay, ahead. Fine. Jumping ahead. Cut it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> we called, we called up Jim. He's doing time travel now. I don't know. I'm muting you. <laughs> I'm muting no. you. No. <laughs> uh, we, we were talking about next... kids and, and, and parents and the fact that all of us have lives. Right. Yes. This isn't like eight years ago when we were all like convention based, like we've all got lives now. So it's sad. Um, we were the speaking, babies then. Speaking of lives though, um, what was supposed to happen in that Christmas episode? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, I Wait, that. hold on. Is that, the, is that the next question? Yeah. Or was... That is my next question. Okay. So was that, was that a question that Jess and I were supposed to specifically answer? Because now it's just me. <laughs> nope. Now you're answering it. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Oh my God, this is going to be shocking for 
Eric and Kristen to hear because they don't even know anything about this. So it's first of all, true. Epsilon was not in this because this episode was shot was going to be shot right before the car episode. And then the car episode became episode four. But this was going to be episode four. And Jess and I were going to do a holiday special of Catapult. And um, all I remember is, and I'm so sad that Jess is out of the call now because all I remember is that Jess came over to my apartment because we were like, how are we going to write this? And like, how do Christmas specials work? And we sat down and watched like nine hours of TV spe- Christmas specials at my house. Kiss Save Santa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was one of them. We watched the Family Guy one. We watched like the old Ninja Turtles ones. We we watched the specials like Rudolph. Like I, we literally but watched did you watch hours? Did you watch the Star Wars holiday special? We did. We did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Oh Gross. my god! Because Jess was losing her mind during that. She was like so angry. Like the part where they came out and sing at the end, she was like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" I was like, "You just have to roll with this. It's never gonna make any sense, and they're never gonna revisit this ever again." Anyway, so we sat down and we wrote this special. Um, and it, essentially, uh, it did involve the the main four. So it had Alpha, Aeon, Agenta, and. Delta Epsilon wasn't in there yet, but I think Eric, you were helping us shoot because I think that's how you got involved. You were like, "Can I help?" And I was like, "Yeah, do you want to like film?" And then I was like, "Maybe we should give Eric more to do because he seems cool." Um, I and, am cool. Uh, yeah, I don't think you were in it. No, Katie, you weren't in it because I reread it recently. So this special was absolutely nuts. Um, so. I don't know why this was the episode that explained the origin of both Agent A and Aeon, but it did. And I was reading it. I was like, oh, this is what was supposed to happen? Because we never, ever, ever, we like wrote it into this episode and just decided to never revisit it again. So um, basically the plot of the episode is that like Alpha is trying to find the Christmas spirit because he's a robot and he doesn't understand what it is. And he's, like, going around being really awkward. And he's only doing that because Agenta had, like, broken into his room in the middle of the night pretending to be, like, you know, one of those ghosts from A Christmas Story. And he's like, you need to find the Christmas spirit and get Agenta a new pink cardigan. And it's, like, <laughs> you know, classic Agenta. And he's walking around. And he's, like, trying to find spirit. There's, like, a joke in there about he's, like, oh, you need cheer and joy. And he's, like, holding up the laundry detergent and, like, trying to drink it. He's, like, is this how I put the Christmas spirit into me? <laughs> and there's, like, a, there was, like, a really funny moment where, you, where he goes caroling, caroling. And he's, like, totally monotone. He was supposed to be, like, I know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And, like, people at their houses are just shutting the door in his face. And he's calling up the agents be, like, what do I do? And meanwhile... Aeon has been convinced by Agent A to decorate Alpha's apartment for him because it's just a big empty room with like one empty table in it. And they're like, this is sad. And Delta is there. She's like, I'm going to help. And for some reason, Delta becomes like the decorator and is commanding them what to do. For some Even reason, she... have you met I, Yeah, me? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like telling what to do. And also, Haney, it, there's like these jokes about like Delta putting up decorations, except she's a hologram. So she puts them up and then they just like disappear. Uh, so that's what's happening. But then in the middle of it, there's like two flashback sequences. And one, Agent A is like, I remember my my birth just like yesterday. And it flashbacks to me having a meeting with like Katie and Rachel. And they're like, oh, your cloning program's ready to go. The first one's on ice. What do you want to name it? And I'm like, hmm, I'm thinking like a... And then Rain busts into the room. 
screams that we have to leave. I'm like, gotta go. And they're like, oh, I guess we're just going to go with Agent A because that was the last thing I said. So that was Agent A's history. But then there was this batshit crazy story with the Krampus that comes in like 75% into the episode that Jess wrote in. And it's like the Krampus. Krampus. uh, Oh, my God. No, the Krampus was like the warrior of Aeon's people. And Aeon's like on the the Santa tracker being like, I'm trying to track Santa because Santa killed my race. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? And so like... She's basically, yeah, he came, Santa came, enslaved our people, killed, was killing everybody. The Krampus stood up for us. And then Santa escaped in this battle. And the Krampus hunted him down to Earth, where Santa took the Krampus's name and made him, made it false and was making it about how, like, how children are afraid of him. And, like, he's trying to steal children and, like, ruining his name. And so now I have to kill Santa Claus. And it's like, and like we just kind of breeze over it. Like Delta and Jen and Jed are like, "What are you even saying? We don't care." Like they're both too busy like being themselves. And so like we don't get any resolution on that until the very end. There's like this post credit scene because, it, or some point in this story, like Agenta picks up like a gingerbread man and he spits it out. He's like, "Why does this taste like it's killing me?" And she's like, "It's poison." don't eat those and we're like okay whatever and then the final scene is mrs claus talking to an elf and she gives the elf a tray of cookies and he's like bring these to santa claus and alpha goes oh okay and the elf leaves and then mrs claus takes off her clothes to reveal that she's aeon and disguise <laughs> and i'm like this is a really dark fucking christmas special why is this the origin of aeon why does he kill santa claus <laughs> because santa a had a storyline <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, he's always watching you while you're sleeping. It's pretty creepy. So that is out. this episode that never happened. Um, and I reread it today. And I was like, this is absolutely bonkers. And I just love that it ends with Aeon killing Santa Claus. I don't know why we do that. I don't know if we chose that was the route. I think, oh, and we were planning to film it. And Jess had procured a full Krampus costume. Shut up. Like, no, she borrowed it from Haunted Graveyard because we worked with them at the time. And, like, it was a full costume. We got the props. We were planning to shoot this. And then we didn't have time. So, like, I don't know. This is the episode that never happened. Probably for good reason, honestly. (laughs) So, if we bring Catapult back, the moral of the story is this is the episode we should start with. Okay, but here's the thing. And make Santa Claus a mean villain? Here's the thing. I feel like and i'm saying it on here it doesn't have to happen no pressure i feel like now that we're all adults um and we do the whole christmas party thing as adults it would be the time to all get together and film a christmas like special of some kind or at least a table read or something yeah like a recording or if we doing a table if read. we rec- yeah i would i mean it would update it so epsilon could be in it and also right. fame yeah, because this is like a really short script. It was like 10 pages because this is before we had the 22-page scripts that Kristen was trying to direct for us. <laughs> I don't think I made your scripts that long, but when they became that long, you needed like prep work to get put into it. Yeah, I remember those days. You say it in one of the like background videos. Yeah, we have like, 23, we have episode, uh, 23 pages of script to get through in 24 hours. Yeah. But I feel like we, yeah. could, just, we could totally make like an episode that would be like a reunion slash Christmas episode, but then we could totally make it like a charity thing, you know, since we all have stuff that we like to 
contribute to and everything else. We can find like, you know, do it live on YouTube. And we're like, Hey, come listen to us be agents of catapult. And then agents of catapult is resurrected. And everyone's like, I want to see the real show. And we're like, Oh, we have to get together. And they're paid. They pay us billions of dollars. And like, it becomes high budget, like Avengers styles, but we're all still super bitchy. So are you, are you high know? right now? Yeah, like or uh, no, we could just... I stopped smoking weed a few years ago. Whoa, hi. <laughs> I started a few but like <laughs> Eric's like, I started and you stopped like at the same time. You were talking about like a million dollar budget, and I was like, what the yeah, fuck like... is he smoking? I'm like, or 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 all of our just... fans, adoring fans. The the six that showed up for the panel we tried to do, yes. Um Aww. That was a good panel though. I mean, that was really God, that's actually a, a surprisingly good panel, yeah. I, okay, can I I don't remember the panel. I don't. I just like there's so many things not not because of catapult, but there's so many things from like that point in my life that just I have not committed to memory. I mean, I don't blame you. I remember that panel. I was really bitchy during it because I was so hungover. <laughs> it was like Saturday. <laughs> I was fucked up. But also like a bunch of fucked up shit happened Friday night and I was just like by the end of it I was drinking heavily. And I just like drank myself into a coma that night. And then the next morning you're like, catapult. And I was like, I'm going to puke everywhere. Oh, so that was, Excuse me. that was my year the following year. Yeah, I know. This is part of being the VP. Welcome. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's, okay, what else so do we I have think, on the docket? I think it's safe to say then if we were, um, if we, if time wasn't a factor, kids weren't a factor, life wasn't a factor, we'd all be willing to do an Agents of Catapult show. Yes. Oh, I yeah. would love that. One hundred percent. So, because of all of the things that you know do factor in, but you're saying if they weren't a factor, that means it doesn't exist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but again, I mean, like at I some miss... point in our lives, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, I miss the the part I miss most about it, like the I mean, socializing. Yeah, and also like hanging out with all you guys was probably the best part. Like, really, I'm not not to be like super like mushy here but like when i was rewatching it i was like i don't know i remember having a lot of fun making it because like we all liked hanging out with each other and we had a good cast and crew of people who vibed well and played off each other like we never there i don't remember there being drama at any point in time shooting any between of us those... no no but like, i remember in, there yeah. being drama but not yeah but that was with the convention but like with us making catapult like there wasn't drama. We were just hanging out and having a good time. And it's so fun to like, to, I think it was, there's one episode where, um, we're, we're in that like amphitheater room. And I think we were, I think, but we're talking about the boss and he apparently had gone off to, you know, Oktoberfest, but that literally was like, because there was fucking Oktoberfest in the parking lot of the, you know, business complex. So that's where, that's how I became VP. That's where the boss was. I know (laughs) funny stories, (laughs) but, but thinking of, um, you know, like the the watching all the behind the scenes footage, even from the convention or even from like the bloopers of Catapult. Not that I'm not happy or don't have joy or fun in my life now, but I'm I'm all those years older, so now my body is just like you're old. You get tired now, but I'm like I'm like I look I, I see like that. I have boundless energy in these videos, and I'm like I'm I'm hanging out with all of the people, having fun and doing stuff. We're going to Liquid Lounge and we're doing doing Oktoberfest and all that stuff, and it was just crazy in terms of like how much we did. Uh, I'm still like that, but the only difference now is that. You're talking about Liquid Lounge and these drinking events. I mean, I cannot do that anymore. Because if I drink, it's like the next three days, I'm like, well, I'm fucked up. Yes, like, that's called you know, your like 30s. My, 
Yeah. Uh, that part sucks. <laughs> but I would, if I had the opportunity, absolutely, I think I would do this again because it's definitely been like long enough where it's like nostalgia and I miss it, and I'd want to be like, let's go relive the good old days. Was it where? All right. What, what questions are left? Hmm. Uh, I was two. asking what question. My God, oh, okay. Ryan. <laughs> I lost count because like we got we got disconnected time. in the middle. Where? Listen, Weston, you're not asking. <gasps> Excuse me, I'm a very busy, important person, and I have a date with Hugh Jackman later. Don't you know? Why can't I mute you? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. There's no button in real life. There's no button on the internet. God damn it. All right, anyways. um, Serious question. Where do you think your character is now? Uh, Kristen has this answer. I did, and I already alluded—I already alluded it to to it earlier. Because the the fun thing about Catapult is that it was based on the convention and like based off of real life, and like the Corbots were because they were named for Corey, and the Raybots were named for Rary, uh, for Ray. Rary. (laughs) (laughs) Corey and Rory. Yeah. Um. No. So so where do I? I see like Delta now. Mm-hmm. Delta, Delta literally so her core got, bot got the ultimate upgrade uh, and after the you know with, with the cancellation cancellation of season 2 she was still there working for Kineticon but now she was more focused and devoted on serving the boss uh, in bed sh- we'll get there so <laughs> So she actually became like kind of would like stalk him like Agenta did hiding in the cabinets. But then (laughs) (laughs) but but then like the boss was here for it. And then Delta was like, oh, okay, I don't have to be like so, you know, mysterious anymore. So then that stalking and just kind of like obsession turned to friendship and romantic infatuation. And then he gave her the ultimate upgrade and made her a permanent Corbot uh, with a shiny bling bling waypoint on her finger. So they got married. Yes, we we, we got married during the pandemic in October of 2020. You married the boss. I married the boss. <laughs> she did. She did, which is like a joke in the freaking show. It is. Show. It's, it's so, so funny. It's a joke in there. Like I, I, something about being obsessed with the boss. Like, oh, I can't wait to see the his handsome face when I tell him the news. Um, see, but this so is why yeah. this episode would be so funny now because then it's like all this stuff is coming into light. Like what? <laughs> Yeah, so Delta and the boss end up together. Um, they don't have any, you know, real children yet, but they have two fur babies. Aww. And and they actually decide that their lives are better stepping away from conventions. Aww. And they but they still but they still run catapult. Just is like not for conventions. Yes, anymore. we it's kind of um it, we we just kind of basically let the the convention think that they the catapult is still a thing that you know it's connected to and like it runs catapult but we're like no no this is ours but you have yeah we're doing you some, have your fight doing some nice top little secret dream. shit on earth yeah yeah right yeah we're basically now like the cia we we maintain limited contact with the convention and only particular participants yes right <laughs> like rachel we we yeah. maintain contact with the technology department right mm-hmm. yeah exactly and panels but that's in our free time Mm-hmm. Ryan, where's Agenda? Uh, okay. Well, 
I'm just thinking about this as if we were shooting new catapult, right? And it's like way further into like the season five or whatever. Uh, I see, yeah. So like we're talking about catapult is like it's independent thing from conventions now. So um, at this point, Agenta, while he was a clone of the VP of Kineticon, um, catapults his own thing. So he's just actually the VP of catapult at this point. Um, and he's still wait, annoying, who, but like wait, who we, put Agenta in charge? Okay, but here's the, the thing: the boss did know. because, like, I think I think Agenta, no, no. I think Agenta mellowed just a little bit. Like Agenta and Delta had a come to Jesus moment. Yeah, oh, right. The, and the boss was like, "Yes, I will keep you on as the vice president of Catapult, and you can be your own vice president." And the terms exactly. of this agreement were to chill the f out. Right. Well, also, I mean, the, in, in the series itself, he may be annoying, but he's pretty good at what he does in terms of, like, fighting and shit. So, like, Aeon and him, I the, I see them working together side by side. I think Aeon's in charge of, like, everything. And then, like, you know, Agenta is the VP. Still, still, the boss owns the company. He still gives them all the, the like, you know, it's like, he's like sending the information down the line, but like basically on Aeon runs catapult and agenda is like the second in command. All the, the, all those clones that for in catapult, like we already established that most of them were like essentially deleted or whatever, but the ones that are stray are living in like this weird house together with agenda because that was established in fucking, um, this is going to be like the, the real world agenda. No. Yeah. But like they're, <laughs> But he's he's like Agenta Prime basically, and like all the other Agentas kind of have the, like, these weird quirks, quirks. The other nine of them, uh, but established in like the pandemic special, <laughs> Agenta says we're all in the same place together now. And Fame's like, what? <laughs> because according to that, Fame's also no longer doing her thing because she's over doing Hamilton, right? So like, I just assume that the clones them are living together, and Agenta's moved on from alpha because it was getting a little weird that he was telling the clones to dress up as alpha so they could have sex with himself but as alpha uh so he has met that that other character that we were going to introduce and they i i think that other character zai or whatever was going to have mellowed out agenta and like once when agenta is like in a stable relationship and also running catapult alongside aeon like he'd still be a raging bitch and a huge queen, but like he's like capable of not being annoyed annoyed with everything anymore because like he doesn't have to deal with that shit anymore. He's not spending every waking moment trying to get into bed with Alpha, and he's not spending every waking moment trying to prove that he's good enough because he is just good enough. Does that make sense? I just think yes. it's funny you think he'd be in charge. <laughs> I forgot to say that Agenta also crashed Delta and the boss's honeymoon. Yes. He did do that. <laughs> but it was that Agenta Prime. It was Agenta Prime. Which is um, why we put up with it. Yeah. Eric, where where are all your kids at right now? Oh boy. So, alright, so Epsilon. <laughs> see, this is all based off of like kind of where the conversation today. Well, you know, yeah. it's sort of like where Kineticon itself went. I would see Epsilon ends up, you know, working for Anime Boston. <laughs> He just moves, <laughs> he moves away entirely. And, and you with came fame. over with me. Yeah, it just goes to, exactly. Goes to Anime Boston. And, and, and Jeff is still really bitchy about it. She's like, <laughs> they fucking left us. Like, there's there's an episode where we all have to work together again. I was like, no, 
fuck those guys. They went over there, <laughs> and we went over here, and there's clearly a line there because I just drew with the marker right now. Well, we had already established like you wouldn't have known that Fame was working for everything, so it's like Epsilon, sure, but then you like find out Fame's there too, and it's like, well, this is awkward. It's like what? <laughs> yeah. What? Meanwhile, Epsilon would have attempted to uh, become the president of Hartford Comic Con, and that would have been <laughs> very poorly. <laughs> he would have, at best, ended up running lines. Oh my god, I, I love, it. love it! Yeah, but Rave Salon would have made it to proper Kineticon and would have been in charge of the raves because uh, originally my actual job when I was working for Kineticon was under Ray. I was uh, specifically working under Hector for operations. So I think it would have been hilarious for Rave Salon. <laughs> To transition to you know Kineticon proper and then be in charge of the uh, uninformed or the what's, what I was going to say I have to correct you they are not raves they are informal yeah. dances informal dances that's what it is that's the word semantic word. noted informal oh dance salon hey I hate that this was a thing that conventions did where they're like we can't call it a rave because drugs are there I'm like well you're calling it informal dances and they're still doing the drugs but, so. but calling it a rave has actual legal like response like obligations yeah. yeah i know i know eric i think that rave salon should be a character who becomes like super like a celebrity status dj like i'm talking like tiesto here like <laughs> and like his oh. parties are the parties you want to fucking be at and it's like it's also crazy mm. because he's also a core bot for catapult so like he's not rogue he's he's like super celebrity but like this is where he knows what's going on in the whole world because like everybody's coming to his parties. The party you want to be at is a rave salon party. Like he'd DJ make it rave to Coachella here. and Ibiza. Yeah. <laughs> he would have invented Coachella. Let's be real. <laughs> the origin. Yes. Definitely. That's the rave definitely. salon origin. <laughs> oh, see. rave salon. Let's see. Fame. I mean, that's the thing. Fame has always been like very career oriented so yes like the big the big thing would be right now fame's on broadway but when fame's not on broadway definitely working for other conventions and it's funny too because i always thought about it it's like when we were filming um this at the time i wasn't work i was working for um aac but i wasn't working for anime boston at the time and now i'm working for anime boston and i'm not working for aac anymore um but like my like the whole point is like the joke would be like oh well you used to work at that convention in New Hampshire we don't talk about that convention <laughs> we don't talk about that convention no 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 it's like literally just screaming at you it's like you bring up that convention one more time and I will rip what's important off of you it's like okay <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about it but yeah no like that's pretty much it it's like when when fame's not on Broadway fame is working for other conventions collecting information for Aeon as an undercover agent. Yeah, see, this is what I mean. Aeon, okay, we have to all answer for Aeon because Jess is not here, but Aeon, like, basically has to be the person who takes over Catapult. Like, the boss still exists. Like, he still owns it, but Aeon's in charge of, op- in charge of operations because every single one of us was like, our character is doing this, that, that, and then we do this for Aeon, except for Delta, who's pleasing the boss, like, well, under the is, covers and bed. That's the I truth know. of the boss. The boss's position is that the boss is the money, you know? Yeah. He's in charge because exactly. he's the money. I like to think that Aeon goes missing and we're just like, wait, Aeon's missing. <laughs> and then what we find out is Aeon like, is still like working from home, but has started this family. <laughs> like, 
Like that's I don't, the joke. Why can't he have the family and also be a catapult? Oh, with little because, dragons running around. Yeah, right. And then little dragons can become characters. But that's my thing. It's like he is still working for it. But just because we can't physically see him, Agenta would like freak out and be like, "Oh my god, gone forever!" It's like, have you tried calling him? No, of course I haven't tried calling him. No, it's like he's like. Agenta's ADHD just takes over. It's like once when Aeon's out of his sight, he's just dead. Like, right, I don't right, know. exactly. And it's like all of us know where Aeon is, but Agenta just won't let it go until we finally like take Agenta to Aeon's house and is like, Aeon, small child, wife, family. <laughs> Wait, what? It's like, god damn it. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, in one of the scripts we wrote, it says that Aeon marries his secretary. Yeah. I guess that's Meg. Yeah, Meg's the secretary. Hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah, yeah. Huh. All right, all right. Final question, kids. Yeah. If Catapult wasn't trying to save a convention, what do you think they'd be saving? Stay. Okay, wait. Come on. <laughs> wait, but like, I feel like I'm on. Wait, wait. Don't tell me right now. Is it like? I feel like the answer has to do something with Aeon, right? Because like, isn't Aeon an alien? Like, what's his deal? Why would he be on Earth? Like. Are we going with this canon now that Aeon escaped the Negaverse and like but that's what I'm we're asking. trying like, to prevent the Negaverse from coming here? Is that what we're trying to actually do? But that's what I, but that's what I'm asking you because none of us work for Kineticon anymore. None of us work like you know catapults, catapult. But that's like, a good point. Catapult. What? Oh, we could be what like Stranger Things with the upside down, right? Like except yeah. it's the Nega world. Except we're not going to get sued by the Duffer Brothers, even though technically they stole their idea from us. <laughs> <laughs> I think if if catapult was still around and and they were catapulting, I think they would be saving. Catapulting. <laughs> I think they would be saving all of the um, animals from Sarah McLaughlin in the PETA commercials. <laughs> oh my god! I can't even believe. It. Good, you, you sound perfect, fame. Can I be your best friend? <laughs> yeah, <I> think... sure. <laughs> I think Catapult would be on a mission to strike common sense into humanity, and because it's a futile effort, they would never succeed, but they would keep trying from now until infinity. I think also, like, Agenda would be like, Catapult, we need to use its resources to take down all the internet trolls, and Aeon's like, I'm trying to keep the universes from colliding, and this is what you think we need to do with our free time? Yeah, it's like, calm down, Melania. (laughs) (laughs) And and Jensen's like, I got one mean comment on Twitter, and now we have to take him out. I mean, how much can a banana cost? $20? Yeah, oh my god, (laughs) these days? Oh my god, Uh, the weird banana. The weird banana is one of my favorite gags. Why is it there? (laughs) You know what? There's so many times that we did cons, Katie, where you and I had like a banana, and I ate the banana, and there's never an explanation of why it's there. I'm just always eating a banana. banana. And every single time, you're like, why is there a banana here, and why did you eat it? I'm like, it's a banana. If Catapult was still catapulting, Delta would try to make fetch happen. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. No. Eric, where where do you think? Oh, man. I don't know. Where would, what would we be trying to protect? Okay. I'm a super, super, super like geek. So honestly, my mind immediately goes to like the most sci-fi answer possible. And it's that, uh, the meta commentary of Kineticon was that it's actually like a nexus of all realities for like the multiverse, which is why there's so much pop culture stuff there. So realistically, oh, we're actually trying to protect the multiverse, like of all these different, like fake or fictional universes. 
So Delta we'll really is the Scarlet Bravo. Witch. Yeah. Well, no, Omega. Omega is. really is the Scarlet Omega, Witch. Omega, yeah. Oh, wow, I like that. I mean, like, it does and, track with this whole like, like interdimensional like, wait, thing. Mm-hmm. Wait, did we just become the Avengers? It's like, no, we can't say that. We get sued by Marvel. Fair. We're the did Revengers. We? The Revengers. No, we'll That's also in Marvel. We're the Marvel and Disney. Okay, we're the Disney, Avengers. Marvel and everything. Yeah, but so, I mean, no. wait, wait, Agents wait, of wait. Catapult was originally a riff off Agents of Shield. So either it way, was, Marvel's it was, angry it was. Then, Wait, but if we do that, then we have to do the cutaway and come back to fame in the in the Tony Stark outfit. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god i remember that it's like how did you change so fast it's like not important Listen. and she like takes off the tony stark outfit and underneath it is sherlock holmes yep if um omega is scarlet witch delta's not really black widow would mm. epsilon what? be vision Ooh. oh wait no that Who's wouldn't no. no no in terms of personality wise yes yes but Yes. Relationship wise, that goes a completely different <laughs> a completely different yeah, way. Yeah, it's like wait. <laughs> I was mostly I thinking mean, of like the way vision acts. I was like, that's actually very uh very much the way I Epsilon think acts. I think Delta is um oh god, what's her face? Kobe. Marie Hill. Yeah, Marie Hill. Hill. Thank you. Oh yeah. Actually, Sorry, no, I'm like, I'm like Colby. Who the hell's that? And then I was like, oh, the actress. Kobe. Kids, in the summer of 2012, your Aunt Robin joined the Avengers. I don't know who Agento would be. I really don't feel like he fits any of the bill for any. Rave Salon gets well, to be Thor. <laughs> fine. Although, now I have this image of Agenta being Black Widow, but according to like the old MCU standards, when they kept on posing her with her butt out and shit, like Agenta <laughs> would be all over that. Agenta's a little bit of that. I can see a little bit of Scott Lang in oh, Agenta. wait. But also, Black Widow has... Okay, in the movie, there's all the other Black Widow dolls. So there you oh, go. Agenta yeah. and the clones. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it does make sense. A little bit of a little bit of Yelena Belova in there too. Either that, Fat or ass. you just turn yeah, really, really actually. evil, and you're Ultron. <laughs> no, that's 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 Upsilon. Yeah, that's Upsilon. Like, yeah, that's, that's totally Upsilon. Upsilon. Like a shitty version. Aeons are Nick Fury. Aeons definitely yeah. Nick Fury. Oh yeah. Oh, 100%. oh yes, absolutely. One hundred percent. Absolutely. I what about Alpha? Alpha? Is Alpha Vision? No. Yeah. Actually, yeah, Alpha would be Vision. Alpha would be yeah. Vision because I feel like Epsilon's got a whole Loki thing about him. <laughs> yeah, but Epsilon might be our, our Steve Rogers. Why would he be Steve Rogers? Because Epsilon, Epsilon or Rogers Epsilon? His, either one. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is a self-righteous. I don't care. Like, I like Steve Rogers and everything, but he's not all, like, goody-goody. Yeah, I'm still upset about Civil that. War. <laughs> Everything special of about you came out of a bottle. Mm-hmm. Oh. Everything special about you came off of a floppy disk. <laughs> oh my god, that was really funny. <laughs> a floppy Kids, disk. remember How floppy disks? My as mother as was, was a five-inch floppy. I'm fine with that. Well, yeah, maybe didn't... she makes. That's because she has to take care of the, the boss from her making him go to floppy to a hard disk. So. <laughs> <laughs> Surf is take... totally Loki. Surf oh, is our yeah, first right. bad guy, Loki. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Damn. That's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. apparently we're, we are the Avengers, everyone. That's but what we it can't comes say to. I don't that legally. <laughs> no. Not yet. somebody. We're cousins until... of the Avengers because we're Covengers. Oh. We're like oh second God, cousins. 
second cousins <laughs> once removed. There's some like incest in there. Like some definite. Oh incest. We're, so we're southern cousins. Yeah. We're like the we're like that other agency that Shield doesn't talk about. Yep. Sword. That's what we are. <laughs> no, sword we talk about. Sword has a different purpose. No, there's Oh my god, Shield has there's what's that? There's Sword, Shield, and I think Armor is the other one. Oh yeah, Armor. Armor. Sword, yeah. Shield, Armor, we're boot. <laughs> we're like boot. No, we're like the heel. That's it. Ooh, the Achilles heel. Ooh. I know, exactly, exactly. Because that is so oh catapult if there ever was one. Oh Agents my god, you of guys. The Medulla oblongata. <laughs> you guys, this has been hilarious, but we should probably wrap I it up because we could go all night. I miss, I miss you too. I do miss you guys a lot. And you know what? We'll we'll talk about this possible table read Christmas episode for realsies. I feel like it's something yes. to probably figure out before the end of the year, maybe. You know who really could go all night? Mm. Rave Salon. Rave Salon. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, give us A one more for the road. steroids? That was... Oh, wait. Okay. Uh, it's always like a thing I have to get into like the actual like version yeah, of Rave Salon. You have to like it. stand up taller. Do you have to get up and like actually stand up for this? I, like... I actually do have to like get my posture right because I need to like <laughs> access my, uh, my lungs. And <laughs> <laughs> like that it's like a whole thing there's like a oh whole mindset god. Oh my god. this was an incredible cast incredible it was. i'm really sad that leo and uh halden could not join us today but we had it's just okay. for a little bit there's always the table Indeed. read there's always the christmas yeah. special there's always yeah. a christmas special but watch the <laughs> agents of catapult youtube channel and, um, you know, see what the hell we're all talking about. Unless, you know, you're one of those people that actually went to Kineticon and knows what we're talking about. Then, yay, this was for you. Um, guys, thanks again so much for coming on. This was awesome. Such a good time. Um, Halden, we missed you. Missed you, Halden. Miss you, Jess. Sorry that you couldn't finish out this, whatever this is. Yeah. <laughs> and guys, um, again, thank you so much. Love you. This I love you, too. Triumph. Love all of us. Oh god, Making no, we're not. Note here. <laughs> Huge success. Ah, wow. I can't believe you're doing this on my non-birthday on birthday thing. <laughs> this, is podcast. this is my <laughs> podcast. This is my podcast. You never let me have anything. <laughs> I'll I'll let you have your twenty fourth Connie. Okay. <laughs> but what and about I... me? <laughs> what about you? I came out of retirement for this. <laughs> what's what, okay? What's what's retirement for you, Epsilon? You just being like in sleep mode for twenty five years, disconnecting from Wi Fi. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs>